Welcome to the Ultranet Products Podcast. Today's guest is Dr. Dan Fisher, who is the CEO and President of Ultranet Products. Today he will be discussing a popular subject in recent media coverage, namely health concerns about bisphenol A in dental sealants. Dr. Fisher, recently in the news, there's been a lot of discussion about bisphenol A and health concerns, especially with respect to dental sealant. Can you share with us some of the things you learned? You know, it's interesting. It, It seems like these types of issues, they come on strong, become very fashionable, they then die out, uh, tend to go away, then something causes them to raise their head and they come into fashion again uh, in strong ways, uh, cycling if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, We actually became aware of this issue over 12 years ago and the study that initiated all of this was uh, done in Granada, Spain. Uh, It's been referred to as the Granada study. It had been shown via a significant study on this particular study that in fact uh, there there were many errors. The, The biggest error was the conclusion in which the bisphenol A dimethacrylate based resins, the Delton they tested, were lumped together with bisGMA. At the end of the day, bisphenol A dimethacrylate used in a sealant or in a composite for that matter is simply not as stable as bisGMA. Ray Bowen did a, a fabulous job in synthesizing coming up with bisGMA in the first place because it is bound by ether groups whereas the bisphenol A dimethacrylate is bonded by ester groups which are not as stable. We believe that it is totally erroneous and wrong to extrapolate from a bisphenol A dimethacrylate to a bisGMA resin. We shared this multiple times, at first with dentists who had concerns 12 years ago. We shared it in letter form with American Dental Association on the heels of an explanation from them that the difference in the bisphenol leaching from the sealant versus the composite could be explained by the differences in filler loading. This is totally erroneous. There could be, perchance, a difference of 10, 20, 30 percent explained by filler loading, but not magnitudes of eight to ten times, if you will. Mm. When one studies it, if in fact a quality bisGMA source is used, then one doesn't have the concerns of bisphenol A. And in fact, 12 years ago, we studied it, we evaluated our materials, had them tested, found that there was no detectable bisphenol A in our pit and fissure sealant. With the crisis or the at least peak interest, which has occurred more recently, we've done it once again. And once again, we can't detect any bisphenol A dimethacrylate, and that's five places to the right of the decimal point, if you will. And this was analyzed and evaluated by a third party, a well-respected laboratory. Exactly. We've had a well-respected outside laboratory do it. Uh, We have always worked on the basis with the sensitivity of making sure that the raw materials would not contain this harmful substance. Yes, it's a substance that deserves we pay attention to it, but we have paid attention to it and we have worked diligently to make sure that our materials, raw materials and finished products do not contain bisphenol A. 
So bis-GMA and bisphenol dimethacrylate are completely different, especially with respect they're, to they're, leaching they're out bisphenol They're two totally different a. molecules. Yeah. Two different molecules. Bisphenol A, dimethacrylate, it's a different molecule, you and know, if, than, than bis-GMA. And if anybody wants to see diagrams of these molecules, please visit Dr. Fisher's blog where we have posted pictures, um, and you can take a look if you that, like. This is an excellent idea. Uh, certainly, the two principal factors is to keep in mind that bisphenol A dimethacrylate does not equi equate to bis-GMA. The second important factor to keep in mind is that we have had an outside third-party test, once again verifying, as we learned 12 years ago, that we do not contain bisphenol A. And hopefully other manufacturers will do the same and give I, some... I think that would be appropriate. Uh, I would like to see a stronger stance come out on this subject. By not giving the, the accurate information, it tends to put in motion every time this becomes uh, more noisy in the media. It, it, it tends to continually pull pit and fissure sealants into it. and. Granted, uh, uh, ADA, uh, 12 years ago, when they looked at all of the pit and fissure sealants that had ADA seal, they did indicate that two of those sealants did contain bisphenol A dimethacrylate. So I think it's important that we not formulate with this particular uh, monomer. It makes no logic. There's no need for it. The bis-GMA is a superior molecule. Well, great. Thanks for taking the time to share that with us. And hopefully our listeners will have a little more comfort after listening to the explanation. Um, for more documentation, please visit our website. Also, Dr. Fisher's blog has a significant amount of information about the subject. Thank you. Appreciate it, Melanie. Thanks, Dr. Fisher. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. For a full archive of our podcast, please visit podcast.ultradent.com. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions for an upcoming podcast, please call us at 800-268-9010.